Hey, what's going on? My name's Lee Hopkins. My pronouns are he, him, his, and you're listening to the Patterns of Possibility podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to helping you replace harmful patterns with new possibilities. In each episode, we'll explore topics that inspire confidence, direction, and resilience. In this episode, we're going to talk about dying, like D-I-E, and how it affects our relationships. Now, I'm not talking about the kind where you pass away. I'm talking about denying, ignoring, and explaining. In conversations, it happens all the time, and there's no quicker way to destroy a connection. So, so today we're going to explore what it looks like, how you can spot it, and what you can do about it. Are you ready? Let's go. Connection is made of two things. There's the information, the data, the topic, the subject, whatever they're talking about, whatever it is. And then there's the feelings, the emotions. What are they feeling about the topic? Knowing and acknowledging those two things will connect you. Have you ever been in a conversation with someone that you just could not get across to? For some reason, you find yourself in an argument with them or disagreeing, or just maybe even angry when you leave the conversation. Chances are they've probably denied, ignored you, or explained something to you. Sometimes they might happen to you, or you might unwittingly do it to someone else. Denial seems to be a huge part of American culture. At least I think so. And I can think of a couple pop culture references. We've got Urkel from the 90s. Did I do that? Like, you did that. You know you did. And then there's um, that song, It Wasn't Me by Shaggy. Man. And then you got Destiny's Child with No, No, No. I mean, it's really yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. I know that I'm reaching a bit. Let me dial it back. When I say denial, denial in conversation. That means like when you bring a grievance or an idea to someone And they say, no, that's not what happened. Or no, this isn't it. Or no, you shouldn't feel that way. Or no, 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 your experiences aren't real. Essentially, that's what you do when you deny. When I was a kid, I loved to play video games. I play all kinds, especially when I was in my early teens, like 13, 14, 15, I played a whole lot. Some of the games I played were Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, you know, Killer Instinct, some of those games. And I remember playing with the neighborhood kids. They would come over and we'd actually, this was all my idea, I actually moved the TV, it's a little small TV, onto the porch so that we can play outside. So that people wouldn't have to come into the house. We just had a porch and we sat on the porch and we played the games. I'm out there and playing and there's this neighborhood kid who's like the best. I mean, back in the day, there was no Google, so they were always using magazines to learn new combinations, new moves and tips and tricks. I think it was like a Nintendo Power um, magazine or, or something like that, Gamers Mag. 
something like that. But this guy always had the magazines and he always knew the best combinations and he would always beat everybody's ass. So one day I'm on a hot streak. I'm out there and I'm thrashing him. I'm really, I'm really kicking his ass. He was like, hey, you're really good at this. Hey, it looks like you're doing a great job. Wow, I can't believe you did that. And every time he'd say that, I'd be like, no, not really. Uh-uh. He's like, you're really good at this. Nah, nah, not, not really. As I just throw a three-piece combo at him. Every time he would give me a compliment, I would dismiss it. I would deny it. And this went on for a few minutes before he actually pointed it out. He said, hey, you don't like compliments, do you? I froze because I really didn't have an answer. I was like, what are you talking about? And he pointed it out. Every time I give you a compliment, every time I say you're doing something well, you say no. But you just beat me. And I was speechless. I was actually pretty stunned. I didn't even realize I was doing that. He was a couple of years older than me, so I guess he was all wise and stuff. But he was able to point this out to me, and the feeling sticks with me. Emotionally, I moved him so far away from me when I really wanted to have friends and be close to people. I was unwittingly pushing them away. If you want more information about this, compliments specifically, I made a video called Why You Should Always Accept Compliments. You can find that on YouTube. You can just search for it or you can look down in the show notes. I'll have it linked. Have you ever just refuted someone's compliment? You heard it and you were like, yeah, that's not true. I don't believe it. Or maybe you've gotten a bad haircut and you tell someone, you tell your friend, hey, I don't like my haircut. I don't like the way it's done. And they say, oh, no, it looks great. looks great on you. Let me tell you, that is a river in Africa. Denial. You have just disconnected. You killed the conversation. Instead of doing that, you might want to try listening to them and validating how they feel about it. It may be difficult at first, especially for that person who has the jacked up haircut. You know, you don't want them to feel bad, but (laughs) actuality, the haircut is bad. Don't disconnect from them because you want them to feel how you want them to feel. Don't deny. Just go along with it and validate their feelings. Listen to them. The next one is I. I for ignore. Now, ignore is like denying, but it's passive. It's kind of passive. It's like you don't acknowledge it. You don't say it's wrong. I think ignoring is worse than denial because, well, When you deny someone, you acknowledge that they exist. You acknowledge what they said. But when you ignore someone, you just don't at all. The most egregious thing that I can think of in my example of ignoring people, something that I've done was having a conversation with someone. We're talking, just me and her. We're just talking. And they say a whole bunch of stuff. And then I ask them the question that they just answered. They just explained everything to me and I asked them again. And they said, what did I just say? And I was like, I don't know. (laughs) Man. But it was just like that in our conversation. Complete disconnect. I wasn't there. I wasn't present. Pay attention to when it happens. Also, there's an emotional component to it. 
You can also ignore the entire conversation, all the information, all the data, but you can also ignore the feelings that someone has about a thing, right? So you acknowledge that there's a monster under your kid's bed. Your kid thinks there's a monster, but you tell them, go back to bed because there's nothing to be afraid of. So their feelings aren't important. You want to pay attention to that because it creates an instant disconnect and you kill the connection and you teach people that they'll get more engagement by talking to a wall instead of talking to you. Listen, it's really important to note that even if you weren't ignoring what they were saying, you have to let them know that you weren't ignoring what they were saying. They don't know. When people have a one-on-one conversation with you, most times they're looking for acknowledgement of what they said. It's like, well, imagine that you have a stone and you're going to throw it into a, a placid lake, right? You have this medium-sized stone, maybe it's the size of a golf ball. You throw it out there and it hits the lake and nothing. No ripple, no waves, no plop, no nothing. You'd look at that and think, well, what happened? I need to do it again because I was expecting some waves. So maybe this time you get a bigger rock, get something like a potato-sized rock, and you throw it out there and nothing happens. Same thing again. Same thing happens. You expect a ripple, plop, no noise, nothing. So, of course, if you really want this wave, if you're really trying to make this impact, you're going to get something bigger to try again. You're going to try again. And that's like what our conversation is. You have to acknowledge an impact if you're the one being talked to. Because it's like, imagine that same scenario and your buddy is standing right next to you. You throw this rock into the lake and you don't see anything. Bloosh, nothing. But your friend, your buddy who's standing right next to you says, yeah, wow, that was amazing. Did you see the big splash? It was huge. And you're like, no, nothing happened. No, I saw it, really, really, you, you didn't. And you're like, no. So you're not on the same page. You think that you weren't being effective, but in their experience, you were. Make sure to let the other person know that you got their message because they're not seeing and experiencing what you are, right? If you don't acknowledge that there was an impact, then there's no connection. The best way, the most spectacular, the most interesting way to kill a healthy connection is with explaining. Explaining takes a lot of effort, takes energy, it takes time. It's the worst because it does exactly what the D and the I does. It denies and it ignores. Man, we hate this, don't we? We hate when people mansplain to things to us. We hate when people tell us that we're confused. Man, they're so condescending. We don't like those people. They don't listen to anything we say, but then tell us how we're wrong about everything. What's up with that? I wanna say that this kind of behavior is disconnecting. It is, but not always. At the beginning of this, when I started talking about explanations, I said that it can ruin or kill a healthy connection. And in place of that, you get an unhealthy connection. Instead of talking about an abstract thing like your feelings, you now start talking about something that's more concrete and something that everyone else or many other people in the world have to agree on, have to look at 
and say, yes, it is like that. You're stuck. You get stuck or connected into proving who's right and who's wrong. Essentially, when someone brings out this explanation, they bring out all their experiences and whatever, and they tell you that whatever you did and however you're thinking is wrong, and here are some reasons why. And usually, usually, the thing we want to do is defend ourselves. No, we're right because of this. We get locked into that. We move away from the original topic of the conversation, and we move on to how your feelings have changed from feeling like whatever news that you shared with this person, whatever information, other joy or whatever you had, it has now shifted. You're wrong, you're right, you're wrong, you're right. Just keep going back and forth. And that's a connection because you're still talking, you're still engaging with each other, but it doesn't really bring much understanding between you two. And that's what you're looking for when you're making a connection. A genuine, a deep connection is understanding. So either one of you in this situation, whoever is the person who figures it out first, who realizes that, oh yeah, we're just going to argue, or we're just not going to see eye to eye, or you know, this conversation isn't moving nowhere, or you're feeling this disconnection. If you're the one that feels that, what you would do is validate their point of view. Boom, right there, stop. Validate, full stop. And that disrupts this whole idea of being right or wrong because you're now back to this abstract thing where you're talking about how their view of the world is right. Of course, it would be right because it's their view, right? I mean, correct? (laughs) It's their point of view. So of course, they're going to believe in it. And one of you may have to just give up on the idea of being heard. Depending on how disinterested you discover they are in hearing what you have to say, then you may just have to give up on the idea of having yourself understood or being connected from their side. You know, you can always make your connection because you can always understand what they're talking about and where they're coming from. But this sucks and it's labor intensive. It is, it requires you to hold your feelings down, hold back, take a breath, whatever it is. And while they're still pelting at you, telling that you, your life is wrong, all your choices, all your things, all your ideas, they're wrong. And you have to hold back from defending against that. And then you also have to acknowledge their feelings and acknowledge their reasonings behind it. It's an emotionally intensive. It's not something that you can do for a very long time or many, many times over with the same person. You'll get tired of it. Once upon a time, I was having a conversation with my partner and, um, I forget what happened exactly, but of course, like many of these stories that I tell you, we started arguing and uh, I don't even remember what it was about, but there was a specific thing that happened in the argument. We're going back and forth and I'm saying this and she's saying that and we're just like rah, rah, rah. That's what we do. And um, every time they said something, right after they said something, I would speak. I wasn't even paying attention to what they were saying. But I would speak, and then they would speak, and then I would speak. You know, went back and forth like that. Eventually, they stopped. They looked me in the eye. And they said, you just want the last word. No, I don't. (laughs) And then they walked away. Wow. I didn't even realize it, but I did want the last word. And I got it. 
did that make us more connected? Eh, I think I might say no on this one, but it did make us less distant. We didn't keep fighting and rehashing. Once she realized what this fight was about, she gave it what it needed, then it ended. I was not trying to listen to anything she said, and she was done trying to get her point across. And this is how I recommend that you handle these explanations. Basically, recognize that they're trying to explain something to you, and let it be that. Give up on this idea of you getting your point across, especially if you tell them that you understand what they're talking about. Try three times and then quit. The third time, it's a pattern. It's always going to be like that unless they get some kind of realization or reckoning that happens to them. They will continue what they're doing because that's their pattern. Well, there it is. That is it. That is die. The D, the I, and the E. Denying, ignoring, and explaining. Those are really easy ways to destroy, to kill a genuine connection. What I hope you'll do is recognize when you deny, ignore, or explain to someone. And recognize when it's being done to you so that you're not stuck in a pattern of just reacting to these feelings that you have. Check the beat, your beliefs, emotions, actions, and thoughts. Because when any of those things happen, denied, ignored, or explained to, it may trigger a belief in you that you have to get your point across. So now your emotions are determination and tenacity and even anger. Then maybe your anger and determination gets you to raise your voice or to push them, thinking that those actions will get your point across. Definitely check your beat your beliefs, emotions, actions, and thoughts. If you change any one of those things, all of them will change. Be aware of what you're doing in the situation. You'll develop a new pattern and find a new possibility. My name's Lee Hopkins, my pronouns are he, him, his, and you have been listening to the Patterns of Possibility podcast. If you like what you're hearing, like, subscribe, and share. Follow me on Instagram at Patterns of Possibility. I go live Thursdays at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, and you can find me at Patterns of Possibility on YouTube, LinkedIn, and other social medias. All right, until next time, take care.